Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Just a couple of short weeks left here in Season 3. God willing, we're going to finish towards the end of June with the end of the school year. We're going to take our summer hiatus and come back, God willing, in the beginning of September with Season 4. Heads up, there's a big show coming up this week. In just a few short days, we're doing an online Virtual seminar talking how to use occupations to promote health, using occupations, using podcasts really to promote occupation, OT Talk with Mr. T. We're highlighting the show, we're highlighting what we've done, what we try to do on this show, trying to help people. AOTA is presenting it, hopefully they'll put it on the website afterwards if anyone's interested in hearing me speak about it before. A cohort, a cohort in the in one of the mental health fields will speak after me, and look for it using podcasts to promote occupation. OT Talk with Mister T, this wonderful show that you listen to, that we try to make it wonderful. That's going to be coming on. So there is a fee, but it's totally worth it. You're supporting the wonderful institution of AOTA, and then you could hear us live, well, or recorded. Promoting through AOTA, so go check that out. So here today with YourTherapySource.com, really tonight, let's talk some ways to modify playtime for children with disabilities, especially during our crazy times when a lot of us are home, especially the kids. Whether it be at home, daycare, school, or extracurricular activities, children with disabilities may benefit from modifications during playtime. Different questions to ask when assessing a child's needs during playtime. For example, number one, does the environment need to be modified? If the physical environment is adapted, perhaps the child will be able to be more independent during playtime. For example, more toys down to lower shelves to allow the child to access the toy without asking for help. Number two, do the play materials need to be adapted? For example, build up a handle on a toy so a child can grasp it independently or use a larger bowl so the child can catch it. Do you, number three, need to make the activity easier? For example, change the rules of the game to shorten the length of time to play or simplify the steps of a game. Number four, do you need to make the playtime more motivating for the child? Perhaps the child is not engaging in play because he or she is not interested in the toy or activity. Try using what a child enjoys playing with in different situations to expand his or her repertoire of play. Number five, do you need to provide adaptive equipment? For example, use a chair with more support to provide additional postural control so the child can use his or her arms and hands more efficiently. Number six, do you need to provide prompts to encourage appropriate play? Try modeling the activity or providing occasional verbal prompts for suggested uses of the toys. Number seven, do you need to partner the child with a friend? Try teaming the child up with a friend to model play activities or turn-taking to complete a game. Number eight, do you need to provide step-by-step visual directions? Try placing visual step-by-step photographs in the play area for reminders of suggested play activities. And then just some activities for kids to work on shoulder strengthening Stability, and this is from yourtherapysource.com also, stability at the shoulder muscles is an essential component for coordination, postural control, and fine motor skill development. Shoulder stability and strength are necessary for skills such as handwriting, playing catch, reaching, picking up small objects, and more. Basically, anytime you move your hand and fingers, you need your shoulder to either stabilize, stay stable, 
or actively contract and be involved in the movement. Here are 10 playful, fun activities to work on shoulder strengthening for kids. Monkey bars or trapeze bars. Getting those shoulders really working with the hands outstretched above them. Going across the playground or whatever you have in your own backyard or wherever you are nowadays. Number two, climbing trees or playground equipment like ladders, ropes, and rock walls, especially if you have one of those play sets in your backyard. If you have a backyard or a common space that is allowed to be used during these crazy times, that would be great to do that so they could climb to do the shoulder strengthening. Wheelbarrow walking with a friend or over an exercise wall. That's real over-exercise ball. That's really when they're using the hands. Even an adult, a dad or an older, older, older sibling can hold the legs and, and let them walk on their hands. Those are big races involved in a lot of carnival, carnival games and color war games. Really cool for kids to be able to do that. And if you have an exercise ball also and stabilize the kid at the bottom and at his legs, that would be great also. They could walk with their arms. Also, animal walks where the child has to weight bear through the arms and hands, such as a bear walk, a seal walk, or a donkey kicks. My son did this the other week. He had to stand, he had to walk on his all fours, basically on his legs and on his arms, going forward and back. Some and if you could do it backwards and you're leaning behind you, walking up and down, that's crab walking. Also, getting those arms doing some good work. Then there's number five, balloon volley, keeping the ball balloon overhead. I call that keep it up. Or you could play balloon tennis. You could do pass the the balloon back and forth, but definitely getting them to hit it up. And other games also. I remember a game where you had to use like a, a ping pong racket and hit the ball back and forth and try to hit it back and forth. And also you could use a tennis racket hitting the balloon back and forth. We talk a lot of balloon tasks also elsewhere on the show a couple of seasons ago and different activities like that you could do. And even if you have a paddle or a racket and you want to hit the bubbles, bubbles are great to use also. So you blow bubbles and try to hit them with a ping pong racket or the like, getting that shoulder involved. And if you could play volleyball, if it's a kid old enough and you can get the ball over or, or throw up the ball back and forth, having a nice big catch, re- raising the ball very high, having them raise out their arms would be good too. could also do many different yoga poses. That would be very helpful. There's all these different yoga poses. I'm not a very big expert at yoga, but we have talked many times about yoga. There are great poses that can be done. You can use go noodle or the like to get them involved in such poses. Even Tai Chi would be great too. And even Zumba too, a lot of times gets the arms moving. And especially on go noodle with all the different abilities in go noodle, they use these too. You could also do jumping rope for number seven, holding the shoulder steady while you move the rope provides excellent isometric contraction of the shoulder muscle stability, getting both sides moving of the muscle at the same time is really good, especially while you're doing something like jumping rope. You could also wash windows or tabletops and desks. Kids really do love to help getting those arms moving. And even if they wipe up a spill or even if they wipe up the, the dirtiness on the floor, definitely for my kids all the time, whatever they could do to help, kids really do love to help. You want to help me make dinner? You want to help me do this, do that? There's a there's different types of programs out there. You know, there's J-Chef and there's Fresh Direct, all these other ones. I call it Abba Chef. Abba Chef. Abba means dad in Hebrew. Different ways you could get you call Dad Chef and say, "Oh, do you want to do? You want to help Dad do Dad Chef, getting the the dinner ready, or Mom Chef getting the the dinner ready, whoever cooks in the kitchen." But really, kids really do love to help, so let them help. Then there's also number nine, playing catch with a large exercise ball or a weighted ball. We talked about this before, and then number ten, of course, 
drawing, writing, or coloring on a vertical surface. We've talked about this many times. Different shows how you could do a writing a vertical surface. You could write at the blackboard standing up. You could write at a easel standing up. You could write at a smartboard standing up. And if you have a Velcro wall, you could do it standing up. And if you're if you have windows and you have window markers. Or you, or even in the bath, and they have bath markers or different toys. Just let them stand up while doing it, because when you're in vertical, vertical activities are great because they have to stand up and they have to fight gravity. When you're sitting, gravity is assisting you. Gravity is helping you. But when you're standing, you have to stand up and fight gravity. So we just want to talk a little bit about modifying playtime for children with dif- d- difficulties or disabilities and different activities for shoulder strengthening. Next time, let's talk some more apps, some more ideas to help get kids moving, especially during crazy times here on OT Talk with Mr. T and I'm your host Mr. T.